For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on another edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Jake Meyer is my co-host. He produces the product as well. We are live from Mile High Sports Studios here in the Tech Center. Jake and I just got off the air. You can find us 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Monday through Friday on Mile High Sports Radio, 98.1 FM here in town. But you can watch the show, stream the show at MileHighSports.com, the Mile High Sports app, which is a thing of beauty. But uh, right now, uh, after the show every day, we come in. As we're rolling, it's the best time to do the podcast and do this Broncos Blitz podcast for you guys every single day. Um, if you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome. Where have you been? What's your problem? Uh, I'm just joking. No, um, we want to do a good job for you guys every single day. This thing's never less than 20 minutes, never more than 30. It's just right. It's like a lunchtime, little mid-afternoon snack of a podcast. I can't listen to an hour and a half podcast. It's I mean, who much. does that? It's too much. So I think we give you just enough of what's the most relevant Broncos stuff that you need. We don't recap news. We don't give lame takes. We're not um, pumping the Broncos nads, telling every you know, Broncos country or whoever's listening to this podcast how great this team is and how great this team is going to be. Um, we are from, we don't go to church every Sunday, Jake and I, but we are from the first church of nothing but the truth. Okay, so we're going to kind of keep it real for you guys, and we hope you have enjoyed these podcasts up until this point. Um, let's go, Jake. You ready? I'm ready to go. We got uh, you know plenty to talk about today. Um, you know, a lot of uh, optimism around this team this year, yeah. and uh, there's some improvements going through. We were we went through it on the show, um, and we went each position group and and how they've improved. Yeah. But now we're going to compare them to where they were last year in terms of I don't know. Let's measure uh, it. rankings. Are they really better? Because every year you come back and like a team shuffles the deck or I would call it like recalibrates. Mm -hmm. But a lot of teams, even with new additions, with a touted uh, draft class, with free agents that they might have spent a lot of money on. Doesn't make teams better sometimes. You know, um, again, Dan Reeves said in this league, you're never you're never the same. You never stay the same. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. So let's kind of look closer at the Broncos roster and see. We'll go position group by position group. We'll chop it all up. Are they better? How much better are they? And kind of what does that, you know, mean? Last year, they were um, – there's four teams below them when it came to scoring points right. per game, which is kind of your total team mark. I mean, we could look at offensive stats. We could look at defensive stats. But that doesn't necessarily um, tell the truth. You know, it doesn't always tell the truth. Right. So, to me, that number there, where they – you know, they averaged 20.9. 20 – not 29, 20.9 points per game it was the fifth worst in the nfl okay so that's one litmus that's one kind of you know we'll go look like an overall ranking as well where did they draft 
They drafted what? Number 10. Because they drafted 10 overall. So that would tell you um, that they're the 20th best team in the NFL or 20th worst team, I guess you'd probably say, in the NFL, right? Right. I mean, that's just a standard of kind of um, if we're chopping it all up, you know, so we'll look at that. Are they going to be better than that? This year. And also, we'll look at where teams kind of ranked and finished and slotted last year. And are the Broncos, you know, theoretically better than where that team was last year? Okay, we'll, we'll do that. We're going to do that right now. In the second half, maybe we look at the rest of the league itself. And again, under... You know, the measurements of uh, the great Dan Reeves guidelines of you're not getting better, you're getting worse. We'll see. Uh, is this team better? Or is this team worse? Right. That sound good? Yeah, it sounds like a plan. That's a game plan. Definitely. Can we execute the game plan? Uh, we can definitely execute. No problem whatsoever. Okay. All right. Then let's start with uh, just throw out any position group for the Broncos on. Um, it's funner to start with the offense, right? Definitely. I mean, scoring is what, you know. A little bit more fun to talk about the offense. Brings so. the views, brings the views, brings the clicks, puts butts in seats. Okay, uh-huh. pick uh, a group, any group. Let's go with the wide receiver group because it was a good group last year yeah. already. Um, and it was one of the better groups on this team, I would say. Uh, and I still I still think they improved from, from last year. Oh. With Cortland Sutton coming back, Jerry Judy coming back for a second year, his development, seeing where he'll be. K.J. Hamler, it looks like he's going to be – uh, uh, an intricate part yeah. of this offense now, and, and even the depth with with Tim Patrick. I think you're underplaying. I think they're a lot better. Maybe even I'll go as far as saying they're way better as a group than they were last year. For one, there was no Cortland Sutton last year. Okay, and two, the you know what second year receivers become in the NFL. I mean, go to my fantasy guy. You know, if you still have drafts coming up, go get those second year receivers because Jerry Judy has a huge season. I think. I think Tim Patrick is an unsung hero, and then KJ Hammer's all about. Exploring. If he gets acclimated and can play big boy football, he's going to be a dynamic weapon, not an eight catch guy per game. But his four catches he might have per, per game, one of them might be for, you know, 50 or 60 yards. We're hoping that happens about five times this season. Right. 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 Yeah, that would be a huge game breaker uh, for for the Broncos to have. It would be an X factor. So as a group, as a whole, um, I think this offense of this wide receiver group is amongst the top 10 groups in the league. I Definitely. can't say, you know, maybe off of sheer upside and talent and potential, you could slot them as a top five, but kind of who and what they are right now and what kind of quarterback play this team has to offer these these um, wide receivers. I think they're a top 10 group in the league. I love the talent in the group. A little bit of everything. Uh, big year for Cortland Sutton. It's a contract year. He's got to go out there, perform, and produce. He's got a lot on line there. And then Jerry Judy's got to live up to the superstardom you know, potential and hype that surrounds this guy. So just starting there, wide receiver group, I mean, check. Boom. They're, they're better. They're definitely better. And, you know, you mentioned another position group there that coincides with wide receiver and that's quarterback um what do you think the quarterbacks i think the quarterback like? play is better? better again i measure everything like i like i like comps i like numbers i need to like get you know to for someone to get on my you know page i need to you know them to understand where i'm coming from um on a scale of one to ten Patrick Mahomes is the closest thing to a ten and tom brady that there is okay so going on like a supermodel scale there almost is no perfect 10. Even Cindy Crawford had a mole on her face. So the chase is 10. So nine, nine and a half, 10, that's Aaron Rodgers. It's Patrick Mahomes. That's Tom Brady. Okay? Best of the best. Best of the best. That next tier, 
of eight and a half, eights, you know, the eight to nine is the Lamar Jacksons. Is the Josh Allen trying to break through that uh, group to become into that nine group? I think he may be there. I think he's in the nine group, to be honest with you. Um, give me some other quarterbacks who you consider nines. I would say Deshaun Watson is there. <clears throat> is a nine, yeah. Um, you know, he on the field is yeah. a spectacular athlete and is a great quarterback. You know, off the field, you know, that's besides the point. Um, but Deshaun Watson is another great quarterback. I think Russell Wilson's a nine, and I think he's a, or a high eight. Let's go to the eights. Right. Eights is a group of guys who are accomplished. There's uh, accomplished guys in the group and also guys who have extreme upside. I would say Baker's an eight. I think Baker's an eight. I think Justin Herbert's an eight. Definitely. Um, I think, let me just think of some teams here. Give me some other teams Kirk to Cousins, think about. I would say Kirk he's Cousins maybe like a seven. A seven, maybe an eight. So you know, Kirk Cousins is a seven. Day. And on I think Teddy's day. in the group of sevens. Yes. Teddy's in the Derek Carr group. Teddy's in the Kirk Cousins group. Teddy's in that group of um, maybe two is there right now. Um, I know two is a different bit, uh, bit of an outlier of, of who and what he is in that group. But uh, I think that's where Teddy is in that group and mold of guy. I think Jameis is a seven. Yeah. Um, right now, then you have your sixes, low end starters, high end backup. I think Drew Locke's a six. Right, Drew I Locke. think Drew Locke is a six. That's fair. So I mean, a six to seven—that's not a giant leap. But also, you know, the class of we just told you the class of guy who's in that different class. So it's a big, it's a big tier change. I think so. That's kind of who and what and where we're coming. Thing. I think Drew Locke was a, a, a five last year, a five or a six. Okay, I think he was a six in terms of upside and potential in the way we wanted to talk about him, but he is a five with the on the field play, low end. I mean, worst statistical quarterback, led the league in picks. You know, you could say yeah. four and three, and people say, "Oh, that's not fair, Danny." Dude, he led the league in freaking picks in fourteen games. He didn't even play in every game in 13, 14 games. So I think the quarterback play you're going to get this year is going to be. Uh, coming from Teddy, who's a seven, will play. I'm hoping like four or five weeks, like an eight. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping his low points will be no lower than a six, three or four times. He'll be a six where there'll be he just won't have it'll be you know the coming you'll be who and what he is. Um, and I think that I'm um, calling Teddy a seven with a. Uh, um, a high-end ceiling of everything goes right. Him playing um, like a seven and a half or an eight is everything you could ask for. Being very realistic and just the truth, kind yeah. of the truth. And you know, so they've improved at wide receiver, quarterback. Let's yeah. move on to the offensive line. Okay, um, Garrett Bowles got paid. Yes, uh, and he's you know he. he is definitely improved yeah. from where he's been. Had a rookie center last year, and now you added another young, talented center as well. The center position, which is a, a quiet leader position, you got to do everything right and be really smart. Dalton Reisner is just getting better and better. I hope uh, so. Yeah, Glasgow is a staple. You know, he he's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's not flashy, but he does a job. He's not an incredible athlete, but he's a, a man over there or back there, right? And, or up there, I guess you would say. And Bobby Massey is taking over right tackle. Bobby position. Massey started 110 games in this league. He's a vet. He knows exactly uh, how to get the job done. Top 10 offensive line. In the NFL. I'm with you. Okay. So uh, where are we at here left? Uh, tight ends? Tight end, a little bit of an extension to the receiving group. Um, I like think you trim the fat of the waiting for Jake Butt to come around and, mm -hmm. you know, be able to get on the field type of stuff. Um, you have Albert O back. Austin Fort was cut amongst the 53 cuts. Um, and Noah Fant, I think, is a very incredible uh, athlete and specimen at the position. I think he'd be catching 75 balls and be like we talk about him as Waller and, you know, poor man's Kelsey on another team that threw the ball more. Um, I hope Fant gets 
gets 50 or 60 balls this year, I probably think that's high end. But the position is better. It didn't get worse. Um, the young guys and a young investment at the position in in um, not um, only Fan, but Albert O as well. They'll be better this year. And I hope actually an X factor in a pretty great uh, weapon will be those two guys. Yeah, these are just words, but I'm going to say that Noah Fant it has a breakout year. Uh, I think Teddy Bridgewater is going he's going to use him as a safety blanket and uh he's always going he's he's going to go back and back and back to to Noah Fant and obviously with Albert O coming back from the knee injury uh he's they're going to be the the whole room's going to be better for it so uh you run some two tight end sets and you know have a have a deadly tight end duo so I'm going to say the tight end group is better than it was last year so Let's move on to the the final position group, and that on the offense, and that's running back. Um, obviously, they spent a very high draft pick on Javante Williams, traded up to get him, uh, moved on from Philip Lindsay, added Mike Boone, Royce Freeman, still uh, a not not a bad third or fourth no, back. Yeah, um, Javante so, has superstar potential, Jake. I believe yes. that. Um, again, uh, Najee, um, uh, yeah, Etm, right. And um, Javante Williams were all guys who were late first round picks and second round picks. Okay, back in the day, just ten years ago, those guys would be, um, so to speak, lottery picks. Two of those guys would be top ten picks, maybe three, and the other guy would be like the twelfth or fifteenth pick. Mm-hmm. So what the Broncos have on their hands in Javante is potentially a superstar type of guy who, in another era, would be drafted that high. But the current climate of who and what the running back position is, um, had him going there to the Broncos, which could be a match made in heaven, and this guy could be um, one of the best in the league, I'm hoping. And again, if he is, then we're talking about something very, very special happening because then you have two running backs who, if one guy's not really, it's not happening that day for him or it's not happening in cohesion with the line that day, you got another horse to put out there, and either guy could be... um, you know, a star for you that Sunday. Absolutely, and they're Mel- good there now. Melvin Gordon better. gives you you know everything you need from a receiving standpoint. You know, so you could feed Javante Williams uh, between the tackles, and you know even uh, get him involved in the passing game as well. They definitely improved uh, from last year. Philip Lindsay couldn't stay healthy. Melvin Gordon uh, doing it by himself pretty much. It, it wasn't enough. No, it wasn't um, enough. So, you know, I love Philip Lindsay. Don't get me wrong. Like, I really, really think he's was so oh, yeah. such a great guy and did everything he could ever do here. But this is like best for everybody type of situation. Uh, it got weird here with Melvin uh, and Philip. Philip is underappreciated by the staff, even after having two thousand yard seasons, one undrafted, and the guy had never done it before in the history of the NFL. Um, he gets an opportunity in Houston. They move on um, at that position. You're always moving on, anyways. I mean, Melvin Gordon won't be here next year. And he could even have a really good year this year. So, you know, in theory. So that's the offense. Okay. Um, as a whole, uh, do you think they average better than 20.9 points per game this year? I do. I do. I think they're going to average right around uh, 25, Woo! 25 points a game That's this a big year. number. I think they're going to take a big leap. Uh, instead of having those three and outs and, and turnovers, you know, Teddy's going to get them field goals and uh, and touchdown Cap those off with Damn, touchdown 25, drive okay. Um, there, let me see here. Where would that put you? Um, uh, still, I think that's middle of the pack. You're not, you're not. I got it right here. You ready for that? Yeah. 25, if they average 25 on the dot. Yes. Okay. Um, Miami um, 
was 15th overall in points per game last year at 25.2, and Atlanta was 16 at 24.8. Okay. So right middle of the pack. Right in the middle of the pack. Here's the only problem with that. Well, it depends how you look at it. Um, Say that's the case. And do you know what, Jake? You talked me kind of into that. I think I'd like them to be around 26. Here's why. It sounds like one point, but... Uh, above Miami at 15 is Arizona at 25.6, 13 Cleveland, 26.3, Pittsburgh, 26.6 at 12, 11 Minnesota, 26.9. So again, you average 26, somewhere in the 26s, you're almost a top 10 scoring team. Right. Again, we're, we're Denver guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, this is, I don't we're not dreamers. This is not, you know, but I'm going to say the reality of that might be more of them being around 24 or 23. Right. Which, again, there's some pros and cons there. At 22 is the Bears. They're a playoff team. The Rams were 23 points per game, 0.3. San Francisco, 23.5. Again, they had, the guys were hurt. but um, So, like, Houston averaged 24 game uh, points per game last year. Okay, did the Texans. Um, Chargers, 24. So even with Herbert, you know, at the end of the year, they weren't yeah. scoring quite as many points. So what's it mean? <sighs> scoring a lot of points doesn't necessarily mean the playoffs because the Raiders averaged 27 points per game. Okay? 27.1, wow. and that was 10. Good for 10. Um, let's see here. Any other team, it was Green Bay 1 at 31.5. Tampa Bay, 30.8 at 2. Buffalo, 29.9. Tennessee, 29.9. That's an upper league. It's upper echelon stratosphere. So, again, it's realistic. The Vikings weren't special. The Raiders weren't special. The Steelers weren't special. And they were the 10th, 11th, and 12th ranked uh, points per game teams in the NFL last season. So it's it's doable. Yes. Plus, you never know what kind of you know what season uh, you're going to get defensive scoring help from, where you have a bunch of pick sixes, a bunch of forced fumbles, um, a bunch of you know turnovers on their side of the field that you punch in for points. Those are kind of defensive points there. So those things, you know, again, we've said a million times before, the a football is shaped funny and bounces weird, so you can't predict that kind of stuff. So. Let's move on to the defense. Actually, I want to mention, we'll call this like the three-quarters way point, uh, a little bit past the halftime point of the podcast. Got to mention DraftKings Sportsbook, um, a great partner of not only our show and our podcast and what we do around here, but an official sports betting partner of the NFL, okay? So giving all players, all new players right now, a can't-miss offer for week one just Bet $1 on any NFL game during week one of the NFL season and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. Okay? This is the most important part. Okay? $1 bet. You could lose it. You're getting $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. Okay? Those are like the key words there. Not byline stuff. Not uh, you got to do this and that. You got to, oh, you can only do this with these bets. I mean, it's like there's no strings here. There's... I mean, you heard it right. DraftKings giving new players $200 of free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game. Boom. Just head to the DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Download that app um, and check it out. The promotions, the daily odds boost, everything they have going on. 
They're awesome. They're the best. Plus, you can make uh, every game a big game with same-game parlays. So instead of betting, oh, I'm going to bet the Broncos to uh, cover three points, going to put 25 bucks in them. Well, you can bet the Broncos to cover three points. Um, Javante to go over 45 rushing yards. Uh, Judy to go over six and a half catches. And uh, then your 25 on three legs of a parlay turns into 150 bucks. Just like that. 175 bucks. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS to receive $200 of free bets when you place a $1 bet in any week one game. That's promo code MHS to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older, present in Colorado. New users only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Okay. We're 20 minutes in in this podcast. Let's do the defense here. We'll save the stuff on the rest of the league for tomorrow's podcast, and we'll save that uh, for it. We'll, we'll call it a segment's worth of podcast. But give us a chance to talk about the defense now. Is the defense better? And how are they better? What do you think? I absolutely think the defense is better. And on the show, we talked a lot about the development and uh, the free agent acquisitions, the draft picks, and all of that makes this Broncos defense better. Uh, let's start with the linebacking core because that one it was a slight improvement. You added some depth. You added some athletes with Baron Browning uh, in the draft. Obviously, you get Justin Sernod back from injury, and he's going to help with covering linebackers or no, tight ends yeah. and running backs out of the backfield, um, and that's a, a, a huge uh problem for the Broncos. In, oh, in the yeah, past. it's always been. Now it's a huge problem for every team in the league, yeah. but also it's a big, been a big problem for the Broncos for a long time is covering tight ends, especially when you're in a division that features um, a bunch of elite tight ends. Right. And some of the best, actually. With Josie Jewell and Alexander Johnson kind of being your run stuffers, you can have Justin Sternod and Baron Browning kind of be your sideline to sideline uh, coverage linebackers yeah. just because they're more athletic. Um, so I think their linebacking room ha- has improved, but very slightly. Here's what I think. I think that the on-the-field product will be slightly improved there. They added the Baron Browning, like you said, a guy who we really are excited about. But also not every guy comes in and makes like a day-one impact. No one's excited about the athlete that is Josie Jewell. And everyone would probably like to see him be like your best special teams player and hybrid player who does different things. But also, you know, there's incredible players at his position nowadays who are altering games and difference makers. And he's not quite that guy yet. Josie Jewell could lead your team in tackles this year. So don't forget that. And he's a leader, that kind of stuff. That area uh, for the Broncos is, uh, I'm not sure how improved they are, but in conjunction with some of the other improvements, I think that um, that group will not struggle, I hope. But that will be because Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb, I mean, it's all, it's all going to start there. Those two guys over this period of Bradley Chubb being a Denver Bronco now have really never been able to be on the field all the time together. We don't still really know what that feels like and looks like. Again, in our wet wildest dreams, it's uh, Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis. You know, to maybe Hall of Fame caliber players who just, you know, helped the Colts win 12 and 13 games every year and a Super Bowl. And it didn't matter who else was playing defense for those guys. We talked about it. Bob Sanders was five foot four working at the Wonka factory, you know, and, <laughs> you know, and Gary Brackett was, uh, you know, another one of their better defensive players. He was just a little guy. He's just a little guy linebacker who was just all heart. Right. So what you can do at two incredible pass rushers is incredible things actually win the Super Bowl. No doubt about we it. We did it here. 
you know, with the Maliks and the Derek Wolfs and the Vaughns. So and the Shaq Barretts. So um, as a group, that group, let's combine it with the defensive line. Is the defensive line better? I would say uh, a they're little kind bit of better. work in conjunction. Yeah. To yeah. me, I would say they're a little bit better um, just because, you know, you got Mike Purcell in another year of development. Draymond Jones has been getting raving reviews from Von Miller. He's interesting. Um, He's going to be a guy who has a chance to turn into a star and we don't know it yet. Right. And this is all just potential for Draymond Jones. But I think that he can take his game to the next level. Resigning Shelby Harris is huge for this team. Yeah. Shelby uh, Harris is, again, he's more of like a fatso than you want him to be. I don't mean that as a diss. You want to be like more of an athlete there at that position. But he makes up for some of that stuff with all the tip passes, all the he's just like heady. You know, he's right. like heady. The ball finds him. Like he's like Palomalo, but 350 pounds of, you know, fatso. So um <laughs> Yeah, so the defensive line as a whole, with the healthy um, Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, has a chance to be as good as anybody in the league. Yeah. Really as good as anybody in the league. The stopping the run, um, we'll see. You know, that's that's some teams do it. Some teams do it well. Some teams have a bunch of talent defensively and don't do it well. So it's not necessarily about that. I think that's uh, up to your heart, uh, motivation, some gritty gutties, uh, what your coaches get out of you. So we'll see. And also, what kind of games are you in? Are you getting the ball down, ran down your freaking throat? Or are you forcing teams to pass because maybe you have some leads occasionally every now and then? Right. So is a team executing their game plan all over your face, running the ball down your throat? Or are the Broncos this year going to be as you know good enough to be better than the um, fifth worst uh, scoring team in the NFL? Yeah, and going back to you know the scoring, um, if you have the lead and you know the since the offense has to me greatly improved from last season. It's just going to help the defense play. Greatly? Oh, you have I it. You said. Offensive. I mean, going from 20 to 25 is greatly, but you can make that kind of jump a, in one season. I think that's a great jump. You can. And that's just going to help the defense you know, and, and start start rushing the passer because that's what this team is going to do best uh, with Bradley Chubb and Vaughn Miller and, and the, the type of depth you oh, have for sure. in the secondary is only going to make your pass rush even better. So uh, Obviously, we capped this podcast off and what we're talking about with talking about the secondary because maybe it's your strongest group. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. If the Von Miller's comes back to being old Von Miller and gets, gets, gets me 12 sacks and Bradley Chubb comes and gives me 10 or 11... I don't need 15 from each, and I don't need one guy to go for 20. But if both those guys are doing that, then the secondary is going to be so good, and we're going to be talking about no-fly zone too. But no pass rush, quarterback drops back, could be Andy Dalton, could be anybody. Pat, 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 look around, back and forth, back and forth, waiting for my receivers to get open. doesn't matter. We've got Sertan the second, Sertan the third. No, uh, you know, uh, Fuller, like anybody, it doesn't matter who you have. Uh, these receivers will get open. They will make plays on you. So um, as a unit, the Broncos are built to – do something a certain way, and if it's executed, could be a thing of beauty. But, again, the offense has to do their part. If not, one of our famous lines here I've been saying for five years is that the uh, the offense has been hanging the defense out to dry. Okay? So yeah. um, I think that's the podcast. That's the end of it. I feel like I want to keep going, but that's not kind of what we do. We save some for the next day. So – Subscribe to this podcast. It's the Broncos Blitz, the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Jake's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. We do this thing every day for you guys, and we try to, um, you know, do with some enthusiasm and energy. It's kind of just who we are. Some guys gotta drum it up. You gotta fake it. 
No. So you make it. Oh, man. No, man. We got to. It's the way God made us, man. Fire in our bellies. So uh, subscribe to this podcast anywhere you can find them. Uh, rate, review this thing. Comment. Uh, all kinds of stuff, man. Any way you want to uh, do it, we will take it. Even the uh, criticisms, which <laughs> let's get real. We were near perfect today, Jake. Um, no doubt. You know, you could get us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker. Oh, what about Podbean? Podbean. We are there as well. You could find us anywhere for the Broncos Blitz podcast. So if you don't want to listen to us, uh, that's on you. you know, oh, yeah. Big everywhere. mistake. Don't be stupid. Um, I'm just joking. But uh, for Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.